Who are the top 12 dynasty wide receivers? We're talking about all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to get started. Welcome to the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Also, we uh, had a good conversation yesterday, looked at Zach yeah. Evans, the incoming rookie running back, talked about the uh, top 12 dynasty running backs according to our new ADP at DLF, and we're going to do that same thing again today, very similar at least. Let's move over to the wide receivers, though, Matt. Um, top 12 dynasty wide receivers according to February ADP from Dynasty League Football, and uh, a lot of a lot of the names you would expect here. We had two rookie running backs show up in our ADP yesterday. Uh, Bijan Robinson certainly was not a surprise. He was the RB one. Uh, maybe Jameer Gibbs a little bit more of a surprise. No yeah. rookies here. No rookies in the top twelve. We'll get that out of the way. Rookie fever hasn't gone that crazy yet. Justin Jefferson at the top actually had an ADP mat of one point zero, meaning he was really the, he was the first. Uh, overall pick in every mock draft that we did. Uh, that was the first time that has happened since December of 2021, I believe. So wow. a little over a year uh, since that has happened. Him and that Chase just, are still a coin flip for me. That shocks me a little bit. I think so as well. I, I think yeah. of them as uh, as a little bit closer than uh, than the, the than the consensus. Uh, suggest here, but Justin Jefferson had that 1.0 ADP. He was the first pick in every mock draft. Jamar Chase was the second pick in every mock draft. So the consensus second pick, no surprise there after that first piece of information, Chase and uh, Jefferson and Chase, I should say, are the top two. A little bit of a surprise here at three. This is the wide receiver three. This is also the third overall player. It's C.D. Lamb. We've had A.J. Brown yeah. as that wide receiver three uh, really for a few months now. You, you and I have both agreed that, that A.J. Brown is the three. But this month, it's C.D. Lamb. I, I still think it's A.J. Brown for me. Uh, he falls to four. I'm not Lamb is Lamb, three. Yeah. I like C.D. Lamb. I'm not really giving, I just think Brown is clearly three to me. Lamb would be four. I mean, so I'm not giving him a hard time. But the top four to me. The top two stand alone. Brown almost stands alone. Lamb stands alone. Then I think it's a conversation. See, I think it's a conversation with Lamb and a lot of the names that we'll talk about in the rest really? of this list. Okay, like he's, okay. he's closer to five than he is to three for me personally. Gotcha. Um, so I, I was certainly surprised, but uh, hey, that's where the data is. These four wide receivers are the top four overall players in our ADP. Jefferson, Chase, Lamb, and A.J. Brown. Uh, the guy we talked about yesterday, Bijan Robinson, five overall. And then we see some uh, some alternating between those running backs and receivers. Our wide receiver five, though, is Jalen Waddle. Matt, I don't really have 
any any complaint or issue with that necessarily but if you look at how the actual adp breaks out and and again you'll find that on dlf very mm-hmm. soon um waddle ends up with an adp of uh, 9.17 and it, it's like two and a half spots ahead of the next guy, Garrett Wilson. So there's, there's the teardrop between Waddle and, and these next guys. And I'm, I'm not on board with that either. Like I said, I'm fine ranking Waddle as, as the five or this highly, but I think it's a conversation between these next three names, Garrett Wilson at six, Amon Ross St. Brown at seven, Chris Olave at eight, to me, I see all four of those, and honestly, I would even throw C.D. Lamb in there as well. I see all five of those guys bunched up in one big tier, but that's not what the data suggests. Okay. I do like Lamb better than those guys. I think those four, when I saw this list initially, I was like, ooh, it looks like Wilson and Olave are finally moving up and getting the respect they deserve. And I thought the same thing, that Waddle, Wilson, St. Brown, and Olave are their own tier to me. And I can kind of mix them up in any direction you want. To no fault of Waddles, people might remember we did the Dolphin show a month ago or so, and I have concerns about the direction that team is going. That worries me a little bit more than, you know, I mean, they don't have a lot of cap room. They need some stuff. What's Tua's situation? I think there's more questions around the Dolphins than many might realize on the surface. And we ended that show saying, I think a lot of these guys are selves. Yeah, and, and maybe that's maybe that's stuck in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. We had uh, we had some pretty ugly split stats: uh, Jalen Waddle with Tua and without. Uh, and over the past month or so, we haven't really gotten any uh, we haven't gotten any good news when it comes to Tua. And obviously, they're um, no. they're not playing games. They're not submitting injury reports or anything like that. Uh, but it is about it's about time to talk about a contract extension and. Uh, at least publicly, those talks are not going on, which is not an encouraging sign mm, either. Good point. Good point. Uh, so that's that's your top eight: Jefferson, Chase, Lamb, AJ Brown, Waddle, Garrett Wilson, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Chris Olave. Let's finish off this list. T. Higgins is nine. Uh, we've we've heard the mm-hmm. you know the trade talks. I think it's I don't see that crazy. I don't think right, that's yeah. happening. This is our second Cincinnati Bengal on the top 12, our second Miami Dolphin on the top 12, Tyreek Hill. Uh, so he, he would have some of the same concerns that you mentioned with Waddle, uh, but also a little bit older, uh, not, mm-hmm. not scary old, but um, you know, another, maybe another strike against him. DK Metcalf is the wide receiver 11. Stefan Diggs is your wide receiver 12, your last wide receiver one. Matt, what do you think about the last four guys on that list? I'm not saying they belong, but no Devontae Adams, no Cooper Cup. You could win a lot of games with those two in your starting lineup. You know what I mean? I mean, they're highly productive dudes in their prime. They're both coming off phenomenal runs lately. And it's a little disrespectful for me. I haven't seen DK Metcalf this high since we've done this for a while. And I do think Gino will be there, which is good for him. And I'm a DK well, did, fan. Did you see that jump? Did you see the jump and catch no. from DK? No. <laughs> uh, you got you to gotta find this. There's a video. Uh, uh, I think it's from NBA All-Star Weekend. There's a video of him uh, leaping up to catch a football. And uh, okay. it's, uh, it, it has been debated as to whether that was real or not. If it's real, it's amazing. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not good enough at spotting Photoshop or any of those, anything like yeah, that yeah, yeah. To, to know for sure. But uh, he's pretty amazing. 
Yeah, after, after that video circulated and after he, I believe he won the MVP of the celebrity NBA game, uh, he, he got a call from the league office. He he will be getting drug tested uh, this week <laughs> after that. And that, that, is, that is legit that that actually happened. So, That's Matt, crazy. you got okay, to go find that video. You must have been I'm sure for the past past few days i'm sure i just have to mention to my 16 year old he'll be all he'll tell me yeah all about he, it he's seen yeah. it he's seen oh it yeah sure. no doubt uh you mentioned adams and uh and cup as the guys yeah. not on this list you know there's there's more than 12 wide receivers we love so it's it's tough to squeeze them all in uh but we always have the conversation of hill Diggs, cup and adams mm-hmm. Uh, two of them made it, two of them did not. So that raises an eyebrow, but there's several young They're guys. They're collectively dropping though. Yeah, several young guys uh, just on the outside looking in as well. Uh, Devontae Smith is the wide receiver 13. Drake London is in that range. There's Cooper and and uh, Adams, or Cooper Cup and mm-hmm. uh, Devontae Adams as well. Debo Samuel. And then we get our first rookie. He's uh, So he's in that wide receiver two range. Jackson Smith and Jigba is the first rookie receiver uh, right after Debo Samuel, right before Michael Pittman. Does that feel about like the right spot for JSN? I think so. I think he's going to be my one and that's a good neighborhood. I'd rather have Debo. I think I'd take him over Pittman. So yeah. Yep. There you go. There you go. Those are your top 12 dynasty wide receivers. Uh, Right after this break, we're going to be talking today, Matt, about Josh Downs, a player I'm pretty excited about. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's our rookie profile for today. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. And uh, folks, the midway point of the NBA season is here. And now is the absolute perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers, get this, get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just, Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on anything from money lines to points scored, um, spread, money line again, totals, player props, rebounds, assists, anything you want. And you can create your own. There's other sports as well, of course. Um, Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same-game parlays. So don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Matt, let's talk about Josh Downs. Uh, Downs is the wide receiver from North Carolina, five foot 10, 175 pounds, 21 years old as he enters the NFL. He was a four-star recruit from uh, just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Ends up obviously at UNC, but had offers from a lot of the big powers in the uh, in the Midwest, especially uh, Tennessee. Penn, Tennessee's not Midwest, but Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of those Big Ten powers. He he ends up at North Carolina. Um, not much of an impact as a freshman of, of course you think back to uh, that North Carolina team. That was when um, uh, let's see, Sam Howell was there. So that would have been 20, yeah. uh, 2020, I guess. And we also had that, that COVID year 
to to deal with that really wreaked havoc on the uh, on all of college football. Uh, but the Tar Heels Carter had some good and Javante and yeah, the Nami Brown and right, right. They they had some bodies there for sure. Oh, yeah. So as a freshman, only seven catches for 119 yards and three scores. Uh, the three scores on only seven catches is yeah. notable. Uh, he, he gets in the end zone a lot. That's really what we've seen throughout his career. From yeah. freshman to sophomore year, he explodes. 101 catches, 1,335 yards, and eight touchdowns as a sophomore, and then finished off his career with 94 catches, 1,029 yards, and 11 scores. So uh, big-time production from the slot receiver for the Tar Heels. And as I mentioned, uh, 22 total touchdowns in three seasons, including really hardly even playing as a, as a freshman. Uh, he, he finds the end zone. He absolutely does. He's a very good football player. Um, there's a lot of positives. There's a couple negatives though. I want to start with that that I've seen from him, but it's more for our purposes than NFL translation is, he is smaller, but he finds yeah. the end zone. Will that keep up? I don't know. Um, I do think the league as a whole is getting away a little bit from the West Welker Edelman types. I think people want Kelsey in the slot, you know, I mean, as, as opposed to smaller bodied guys and you're getting safeties as nickels now, as opposed to the Mike Hilton's of the world. But I mean, if you're good, you're good. But that brings me to this though. If he's only a slot, which I think he is, but I still have more homework to do. Most seem to think he's only a slot. Oh, I, think he's not... only, I think he's only a slot. Okay. I mean, I think that's a substantial negative, though, for fantasy. Yeah, it, it's funny. I, I, I listed here on uh, on his info. I listed, I referenced the slot as both a strength and a, and a weakness. I think he's, I, I think he's a magician out of the slot. Uh, mm. You know, he, he knows how to play the position. I yeah. think he's really really elite as a slot receiver on the other end, like you were saying, maybe that's a negative that that's, that's kind of his only option, uh, both due to size and uh, his experience uh, coming out of North Carolina, that he is limited to the slot. So I, I could see how there, there's some positives and negatives there for, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, for Josh Downs. He doesn't play oh. little though, and he's not bashful or, you know, I mean, he's, he's a tough guy and he gets open. And I do think route runners that get open that are craftsmen, as we often say, translate quickly to the NFL. Yeah. Anything else you've seen uh, with downs as, as positives that we could look to? I do think there's an art to scoring touchdowns. Uh, I mean, I, I, one year can be fluky. Hey, Deontay Johnson didn't score a touchdown this year, or Miles Sanders yeah, or Pitts yeah. or some of those guys. You almost always rebound. But when you go this many targets, this many receptions, and produce touchdowns, it tells me he can win from in tight in the red zone as well as scoring long ones. You know, So I, I do think there's an art to that. And I'm, I'm trying to look at this through more of a fantasy lens, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's that's why we're here. Um, mm-hmm. But but I mean the 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 other parts of his game uh, are going to impact that draft capital, and that draft capital is going to impact what he can do when it comes to uh, fantasy production. So being limited to the slot, he he's not a deep guy. He he can get open, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just kind of a he he doesn't have all the all the assets you need, right? I mean. He can get open okay. He he's yeah, his yeah, speed yeah. is his speed is, you know, I would say 
we'll see next uh, week, but I yes, don't think he's a yeah. burner burner on the field. Right. You know, right, right. I, I would say slightly above average. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he was the track guy in, uh, in, in high school, but mostly limited to, to jumps. It looks like, and you mentioned that he didn't play scared. Yeah. Yeah. I think he plays bigger than he is. Um, you know, he's, he's a physical receiver. He battles. Those are all good things. Yeah. Uh, but he's, he's not a blocker. He's still a little guy. So even though he tries to play tough, doesn't always work, gets knocked off his routes, um, thing, things like that. Any other uh, weaknesses or negatives when it comes to Josh Downs? Um, some of these smaller guys have a really large catching radius, though. He looks a little bit short arm to me. Um, he makes up for it with good ball skills and shielding guys off and those type of things. But like, I keep thinking about Jahan Dotson last year. Like, I would rather mm-hmm. have Dotson. I think there's a, a wider way he can win. I mean, I guess that's a good way of putting it is what if there's a book on this guy at the next level that he has some tendencies out of the slot that work like crazy at North Carolina, but the league catches on. Does he have a change up, you know, after they figure out his curveball? You know what I mean? That's a good point. I do think we're going to hear some comps to um, to Jahan Dotson mm-hmm. for uh, for downs over the next uh, next couple months or so as we go continue to go through this process. Matt, when we come back, we'll uh, finish up the Josh Downs conversation, talk about his dynasty value, and maybe some landing spots for this guy. All right, Matt, Josh Downs, currently at DLF, nine overall. So we're we're ranking him as a potential first-rounder mm-hmm. in rookie drafts. He's the wide receiver four. So we've talked about those big three over and over, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnston. Uh, according to the rankers at DLF, Josh Downs is the next guy in line. And uh, I think that's going to be – that's going to end up being a crowded conversation. Lots of options for maybe who ends up as the wide receiver four, uh, including some players that, that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, I really like Jalen Hyatt, by the way, I think he might yeah. be, he might be the guy for me, but uh, we'll, we'll get to him. And, and I'm a Zay uh, Flowers fan as well. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. He could be there. So right now though, it is Josh Downs at wide receiver four. I mentioned yesterday, we've got some new rookie ADP uh, posted as well. Uh, the, the mockers are a little lower on uh, on Josh Downs than the rankers are. In our ADP, he's 16 overall, and the wide receiver seven. Uh, I'll take him at that price. Yeah, I think he's he's a value there for sure. At 16, yeah. I I think I, I I kind of agree with the wide receiver seven because I, I think I, I like Hyatt over four. him. Right. I like I'm okay with Flowers over him. Mm-hmm. But 16 overall feels way too low. So I, I'd feel oh, better yeah. maybe at like 12 overall or 13 overall, but still as the wide receiver seven. Basically, I'm saying I think there's probably some uh, some day three running backs uh, coming in ahead of uh, Josh Downs right now that that maybe mm-hmm. won't end up being there. Like we talked about Evans yesterday, uh, maybe maybe he's a day two, probably a day three back. They shouldn't be five spots different to me. You know, I mean, if I can get – Downs at 2.04 in my in my rookie draft. Sign me up right now. Yeah. And, you know, I like Hyatt better as a player. I, I think Downs will get more targets than Hyatt, though, right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a... Hyatt's a certain type, you know. Yeah, that's a difference in, in their role. I, I think yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. very fair. But again, 
we've got to factor that in, you know, it's, sure. it's Will Fuller versus Jahan Dotson type, type right, games. Right, 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 right. And uh, yeah, one, one of them was a little more exciting and, and it might hit that big, that big uh, play, but the consistency is, is so important. Uh, any landing spots that, that come to mind when you think mm. about Josh Downs, who, who could use a slot uh, upgrade or just what type of offense he would fit well in? Seattle, mm, oh, yeah. New England. Uh, aren't Baltimore? we scared of Aren't we scared of wide receivers in New England? Yeah, but or is it just opportunity rules? Yeah, I'm just spitballing off the head, you know, top of my head. Yeah. Chicago. Okay. Um, I assume Cobb won't be back in Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay would Green Bay be nice with or without Rogers? It'd be real nice. Yeah, I was going to say the same. Yeah. The there's point is that right, it, right, yeah. it sounds like there's plenty. Lots of teams need a wide receiver. Lots of teams specifically could use a slot wide receiver, uh, which is what we're projecting for Josh Downs. Yeah. It sounds no, like this so. is a. It, it would shock me if he doesn't make an impact as a rookie. I mean, I don't know that his career ceiling is super high, but I think Team X will be happy with him after his rookie year. He's not showing in. NFL mock drafts for the most part, not showing up certainly as a first rounder. Um, you I expect him to be, guy. yeah, you expect him to be a pretty high second rounder then. Yeah. I think he's definitely yeah. top 50, maybe 35 to 50 in that neighborhood. And again, that's, I mean, that's kind of where we were expecting yeah, Jahan Dotson to go this time last year. He ends up yeah, being, yeah. Uh, being selected much earlier than, than most of us uh, projected. So you know, maybe maybe Downs follows follows right. a similar path. The the free agent wide receivers, as we've said before, is a pretty gross list. So, uh, you made the point here a couple weeks ago when I had some some doubts about one of these rookies that they're going to end up getting maybe surprising draft capital because teams are not going to find wide receiver help in free agency. I thought that was a great point, and that could result in these borderline guys uh, borderline meaning not first round locks zay flowers jalen hyatt josh downs maybe a couple of these guys or even all of these guys end up as late first rounders that would not be uh that would not be unprecedented by any means yeah it's funny because on tuesday brian peacock and i in our in our peacock and williamson we were going over franchise tags and the numbers and we started to have a good conversation about wide receivers like Every, this isn't super fantasy related, but everyone in the league talks about having a cost-controlled quarterback. That's wonderful. You know, Russell Wilson on his first contract, Dak Prescott, all, you know, do, take advantage now while they're on their first contract. Cost-control wide receivers are more valuable than people realize. You know, think about, sure. you know, I keep thinking about Dotson because, oh, he got overdrafted in the middle of the first round. Yeah, but you pick up the fifth-year option and then you give them the franchise tag you get six years of a cost-controlled wide receiver as opposed to paying Jacoby Myers $25 million. You know what I mean? Like, it, wide receivers' contracts are going to become a bigger a bigger deal to people. And that's just not only first-year guys, but when in doubt, finances tell you to draft a receiver. Yeah, and of course, that's that's a, a pretty recent trend. We saw, yeah, very uh, much. So. We saw the Christian Kirk deal last year that that really changed the league, honestly. And mm-hmm. uh, Devonta Adams trade and, and new contract, uh, Tyreek Hill trade and new contract. 
so yeah, that's that's going to continue. You threw out yep. Jacoby Myers. He might be the best free agent wide receiver out there. Yes, right. that, that might I be know. him. I think it is. Uh, yeah. So he he's going to get paid um, and probably paid too much. So again, maybe yeah, we absolutely. see some of these. Maybe we see some of these. Uh, rookies end up as first rounders that we're not expecting currently. But that, I'm, not, I'm not explaining it quite as well as I want, but I do want dynasty owners to get ahead of this trend and start thinking of cost controlled first contract wide receivers and the immense value they have in the league. I mean, that's why AJ Brown's not a Titan anymore. Hey, he's not gonna be cost controlled much longer. We got to move on from, you know, things like that. So how do we get ahead of it? Do we, do we, are we targeting first round receivers no matter what? Are we, I just think there might be more opportunity for the young guys than ever. And they're more okay. important to their respective NFL team than they were five years ago, two years ago, let alone 10, that they're yeah. more of an asset to their respective team than they used to be. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So I mean? that would yeah, make yeah, yeah. a guy like Jahan Dotson, the name we keep coming. Yeah. Back yeah. With, yeah. That would, that would make him a buy in your opinion. Yes, absolutely. I mean, he's okay. going to, He's going to be a foundational piece for them unless he falls on his face for a long time. Traylon Burks. I was thinking that too. I wish I'd saw more of him as a rookie because I was going to, their plan was to play Burks a ton. Right. And, you know, he didn't look terrible doing it. Everyone's worried about his quarterback. He's a great buy right now, the more I think about it. Like, yeah. Yeah. He has one year of experience, but nobody looked at it like, boy, that's a great rookie year. His stock did go up from last year. Everyone's worried about his landing spot he's going to be a foundational player for the Titans for the next three years at a minimum. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. That, that is it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, subscribe to the locked on dynasty channel on YouTube. Remember to follow the show on Twitter at locked on dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC 23. We'll be back next time with more locked on dynasty.